0: yes 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 sir, yes sir. yes sir. yes 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 yes
1: yes 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 yes
2: yes 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 yes
0: yes 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 Y'all are on, and this is
1: BALL!
2: Golly. Bro. This so extra, bro.
3: Like, this- I swear, (laughs) if Nels Nels
2: wasn't the one that did the editing of the show, I would cut all of this shit out. (laughs)
3: Just literally have a start. <laughs> Bruh,
2: we sitting here in silence because this man like, refuses to finish his fucking intro.
0: That's my podcast!
2: Yes. Lord. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's the podcast with balls about balls. Okay? We are your hosts. I'm Buddha.
3: <laughs> it's Willie. Really-
0: is now A.K.A. a big packs and full of Bro, doing this
2: Bro, yeah. he's milking yeah. everything.
0: <laughs> this man ham this man hamming it up right now. Moon's over my hammy.
2: You look like moons over my hammy.
0: Thank you. That means I look mm. delicious.
2: Mm. Episode 210, y'all. Delicious. Mm-hmm. 210. Yeah, how we doing in these streets?
0: Delicious. Oh, chilling.
2: Living good. Living great.
0: <laughs> Playing with yeah. my balls. do I don't want balls. Ooh, geez, oh, Jesus! My
3: God, no. that was so aggressive. Man, it's wild. <laughs> you said why I'm aggressive. You like this, bro. <laughs> you said bro. I'm aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: why don't you tell? Why don't you tell everybody your name? Just, <laughs> Are you revealing behind the scenes shit? <laughs> that's, that's what we doing. Bro, bro. I'm just saying you want to talk about aggressive. That Damn. name is aggressive. Damn, cause there's only, there's only one way that name could only come out. Damn, cause. All right. Well, we got a lot of
2: shit to talk about, so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get through this in less than you know four hours. Um, it's- so we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this mess had four hours, <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. All right, so we'll start things off with the uh, the WWE. Um, literally, just you know, a couple hours before we started recording this show, uh, it was announced that uh, WWE has released a, a litany of superstars, um, again. Uh, They've done quite a few of these cuts throughout the year due to, quote unquote, budget cuts, which is funny because, you know, they've been doing these pay-per-views in Saudi Arabia. Get out all this blood money. I don't know where that's going, but, you know, whatever. Budget cuts, right? In in Vince's pockets. Right. So um, they released quite a few people. Um, I'm going to just go through the list. Some of these names uh, you might not know. They're in NXT, but some you definitely will know. Um, So Frankie Monet. Ember Moon, uh Ember, really Moon. Ember got, Moon? Ember like Moon got hell? released.
3: They are stupid.
2: Yeah. Uh Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Oni Lorkin, um Trey Baxter, Zeta Ramirez, Scarlett. Uh Scarlett? What? The the blonde, the one who would walk out with Karrion Cross when he was in NXT.
0: You lying like shit, boy. Yep. Well, that's fine
2: because Karrion Cross is also released as well.
0: Carian, <laughs> what?
3: They tripping.
2: Um, B Fab, who was the woman that was part of that rap group that got called up to SmackDown just a couple weeks yeah. ago, uh, she's released for whatever reason. Well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't good in the ring, but like she was good on the mic, and she served the purpose in that group. So I, I don't really yeah. get the reasoning behind that. Uh, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado. So it looks like they're getting rid of their uh, their cruiserweights and Luchador wrestlers altogether. Um,
3: but don't they still have two Harry,
2: Harry Smith? Kind of. Uh, Eva Marie again. Um, Mia Yim, who never really got a fair shake on the main roster, and then probably the two most notable names, Nia Jax, who is oh, the Rock's I cousin. Yeah, which is very surprising. Cool. Uh, but honestly, I've been calling for her to get released for a long time because she injures a lot of people. She's very unsafe in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not really mad at that. But unfortunately, the big name for me, Keith Lee, is officially released from oh, the WWE. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Keith Lee was this the star in the main event of Survivor Series two years ago. Now, nothing and cut. Um, but that's all right. We know Keith Lee is a tremendous talent What this man mm-hmm. can do in the ring, especially for his size. Wherever he goes, he's going to have a good career. Um, I hope it's AEW because I can't take I on so. I can't take on another wrestling promotion at this point. I, I my time is consumed with WWE no. and AEW. <laughs> so I'm hoping it's I hope right. a lot of these people I like go to AEW just because I can't right. take on another wrestling promotion right now.
3: I don't have time for impact, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Sorry Moose. I fuck with you Moose, but I don't have, I, I can't do impact. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, these cuts came out of nowhere. There was no speculation or rumors ahead of time. It just happened. Um,
3: but my thing is like, but with like the whole Keith Lee thing is why change his name? Like four times you change his ass? name.
2: You change his name a million times. You change his music. Like you only give him like three matches on the main roster. And every single time, he's over as fuck with the crowd. But, like, you just release him. For what? Like, honestly, I feel like a lot of these cuts, like, for the main roster, were just because they just didn't know what to do with the characters. Like, I think that's why they released Karrion Cross. They just didn't know what to do.
3: When that if they would have just
2: followed the same template they were doing in NXT, <clears throat> this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. But instead, no, they took Scarlett away from Karrion Cross. Scarlett, who's his fiance in real life? But it's essential to his character, Yeah, who is his mouthpiece, who is just, like, that beautiful woman next to this dangerous man, you know? And, like, instead you have him coming out with this gladiator mask on where he looks like a knockoff shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And (laughs) you expect him to get over with the crowd, and that's just not how that shit goes. Like... These people these people are in your NXT, your developmental for a reason. They've developed something. And then they come to Definitely. the main roster and are stripped of everything that made them over with the crowd in the first place. Like, what the fuck, man? Um Yeah, so that sucks. But uh it is what it is, I guess. Hopefully uh greener pastures um, ahead for them.
0: I'm I'm really, really disappointed in Keith Lee. I'm really disappointed in, in what they did to him. Yeah, that that's not cool he was definitely on no. the highest of highs not too long ago um i understand that wwe we is met a him and, <laughs> yeah we met him yeah we did wwe i understand is a business or whatever the case may be but jesus like come on dude it's like wild, y'all i i don't understand the cuts are absolutely unnecessary mm. if you want to shelve them shelve them and just don't pay him as much but like i just i i don't see the purpose Right. I don't see the purpose, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, they show up somewhere else, and, and they get to be who they're supposed to be. But, like, some of these people that they've let go, I mean, they had really good developing characters. Like, Keith Lee was on his way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Keith Lee had, you know, top superstars working with him, you know what I'm saying, and putting him on, you know? And it's like, you just don't give a shit. Same thing with Karrion Cross. Like, Karrion Cross is on his way, and, like, you know, and Nia Jax, I, I, I'll say this. I've always felt like wrestlers who, like, don't have it all together, like, do you always blame the wrestler? Like, do no. you always blame the wrestler? I feel like there's some part that has to play in her development as well. I felt like they pushed her. When I read about her her profile and stuff, I was like, she literally had, like a like, a short development time. Like what time did she have to actually work on her craft? You know what I mean. Like I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not looking at it in the right way. But I, I felt like the Jackson was 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 kind of messed up from the beginning. I feel you. She's a lot, man.
2: Yeah. Maybe they should have just sent her to uh uh back down to NXT for a little bit. But I don't know, man. NXT isn't the same either now. Now that like Triple H isn't as involved anymore, like they kind of took that from him, and now it's like NXT. 2 so what does 0. so
0: what does so what does he do?
2: Well, right now he's still recovering because remember he had a heart attack, um like a couple months ago, like a month and a half, yeah, two months true. ago. Yeah. So right. like yeah. he hasn't really been there running the show since they've done their rebrand, and. um mm. Yeah, man, it's just—it's not the same with Vince, with Vincent Kevin Dunn producing it. It's just not the same, unfortunately. Well,
3: The name you said right there, Vince. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, we're not going to dwell on it. Instead, we will move on to the UFC, where we had a uh, a pay per view. Well, it was actually a free per view for anybody who had ESPN Plus this past Saturday. Because uh, it was on in the middle of the day, because it took place in um, Abu Dhabi, where they have their uh, their own little fucking arena that they built for UFC fights there, which really makes it a lot easier for the for them to have some of these international fighters. Uh, from like, uh, you'll get a lot of Australian fighters, a lot of Russian fighters on these cards, just because the time difference isn't so severe as when they come mm-hmm. all the right way to the United States. That makes sense,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, so it, it's it's definitely helpful for that. So there was a lot of Russians um, on this card. Um, so a couple things I just wanted to make a mention to. Uh, one of the fights earlier on in the in the uh, uh, the show <coughs> was between Elizu uh, Zaleski dos Santos versus uh, Benoit Saint Denis, and um dos santos won by unanimous decision the reason i'm bringing this fight up is because after this fight the referee was um stripped of his duties for the remainder of the of the pay-per-view um he did really he did such a bad job it was being called out by the commentary team um this fight should have been stopped probably in the second round and it went all the way to decision what um there, the the octagon was just trickling with blood everywhere. Like this guy was out on his feet multiple times in this fight, and the referee just kept letting it go. Like he wasn't defending himself and was just getting <clears throat> hammered, and the ref just kept letting it go. Um, and yeah, like Buddy took a lot of damage. It, they had to take him to the hospital immediately afterwards. I I pretty I think he's okay. I didn't hear anything uh, bad about it, but like like you're. Putting the fighter in a very oh. dangerous position when you're yeah. doing that, because the fighter's never going to give up. You know, like no. he's going to go until he tears. dies. But like, it's your job as the referee when you see that this man is taking. It's it's uncomfortable to watch damage. Yeah, and like you're not stepping in. So yeah, he was relieved of his duties and he wasn't allowed to referee any more fights that night. Um, wow. And I I have a feeling he probably won't referee in the UFC again after that either. Yeah. Um. Yep, but to uh, the main card, just some of the standouts, Uh, Kazmat Chemaev won his fight in the welterweight division. He is looking for a fight with, uh, you know, potentially a Nate Diaz. Um, Nate doesn't want the fight. Nate wants um, someone who's a top four contender, but I don't think he's going to get that because he lost. To Leon Edwards, yeah, his last fight, exactly, and,
3: and Leon Edwards dominated him.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if he fought Shmaev, it would be a bloodbath. These two guys are very dangerous, um, so that'd be a really fun fight to watch. Uh, so I hope he changes his mind on that. Maybe Shmaev just needs to troll him some more, um, mm-hmm. and and go from there. Also, uh, Colby Covington took shots at Shmaev during his press conference, and Shmaev trolled him back on Twitter. Uh, by showing of a, pi- a picture of uh, Covington getting knocked out, I said, "This will never be me." Um... <laughs> 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 um, in the lightweight division, Islam Makashev defeated Dan Hooker in the very first round by submission. Um, Makashev is right out of Khabib's camp. Khabib is actually in his corner for his fights, um, so he's oh, going to be he's going to be very dangerous. He's basically like a lot of people are dubbing him Khabib 2.0. Um, he's in the same weight class that Khabib was in, same camp. Like he's about to make a run. Uh, he's got he's got that same danger. he's got that same beard uh, that a lot of these Russian guys do. Uh, the man's dangerous. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So I'm sure he'll be getting. He 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 might get a title shot next because Dan Hooker was was a highly ranked uh, lightweight. So if not next, he'll probably get a number one contender fight next. Um, and then the shit right there, boy. Yep, uh, for the. Interim bantamweight title, uh, uh, Pietro Jan defeated Corey Sanhagen by unanimous decision, uh, reclaiming the title that was kind of stolen from him from algermain Sterling. They will have their unification fight for the title um, once Algermain heals from his neck surgery that he had a few months ago. So we're probably looking at first quarter next year of them uh, getting that fight to unify those titles. And then um, in the main event for the light heavyweight championship, uh, Glover Teixeira beat Jan Wachowicz to win the light heavyweight title, uh, making him the oldest person to win light heavyweight championship. I believe he's 43 Damn. or 44, something like that. Um, great comeback to his career, winning a championship. Um, so shout out to to Glover, but he's definitely got some, some people in that light heavyweight division that are going to be coming for him real soon. So.
0: Big, uh, big, big talk. Big talk. Yeah, but more importantly, real talk. Real
2: talk. more importantly, this upcoming weekend is a very big pay-per-view for the UFC. UFC 268. Um, I'm just going to go through the main card real quick. They're, they moved some of the fights around. I think they're kind of taking that WWE approach where they want to put an exciting match on first in the pay-per-view. Um, mm. So, I mean, you have all your undercard and stuff, but when the, once the pay-per-view actually starts, um, they put... For the, uh, no, it's not for the title. Sorry, it's a lightweight fight. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Um, this very well could be a number one contender fight. They haven't outright said that, but I think depending on how the outcome comes about, if it's a good fight, someone gets a decisive win, I think there's a there's a chance that they'll get the title fight. Um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one to watch. Uh, you got Shane Burgos versus Billy Corganio. Uh, Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Vera. This is probably Frankie Edgar's last fight. He's probably going to retire after this fight, win or lose.
0: I like Frankie Edgar. No. Yeah, he's
2: been around for a long time. A warrior. So, um, yeah, he's he's gone down a couple weight classes. He's down at Bantamweight, which is, his, I believe, 135. Um, So, hopefully, you know, he'll get a win to cap his career. And then our co-main events, uh, starting things off for the women's strawweight title. It is the rematch. Thug Rose Yunus defending her title against Zhang Weili, uh, who was the last person she fought for, it, who she beat with a, a roundhouse kick to the neck um, in the very first round. Um, but, you know, shit could change because Weili's a very dangerous fighter. So this is, I expect this to be a very good fight. Um, right. And then, of course, the main event, the one everybody's looking forward to for the welterweight championship, Kamaru Usman defending his title um, to against Colby Covington. Uh, this is the second time they are fighting. Uh, the first time they fought, they nearly went the distance with Colby Covington getting a uh, TKO uh,
1: towards,
2: Covington. towards the end of the, uh, the <laughs> fifth round. Um, he also got his jaw broke that day. So we'll
1: Ooh, see. Shine.
0: Yeah.
2: We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Definitely looking forward to this pay-per-view though. I've been, I've been wanting to see them uh, get it done again for a while.
0: You no don't want to see him get it in, huh? Funny. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that being said, true. let's just go true. ahead and move on <laughs> to the NFL. Um,
0: the NFL. Un-
2: unfortunately, we do have to start things on a on a sad note. Um, oh, I probably shouldn't have done it. That. that e- I should yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. Um. So. The NFL. Um, we got some. We got some bad news on uh, Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday morning. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Tuesday afternoon is when the news came in that uh, Henry Ruggs of the Las Vegas Raiders um, was in a car accident that resulted in someone's death. Uh, he was arrested on a DUI charge for, um, you know, driving under the influence that resulted in somebody's death. Um, I want to say first and foremost, before we get into it, prayers to the family. Um, I forget the woman who passed away's name. I know it's Tina something. I forget her last name. So my apologies, but prayers to her family, um, sure. and loved ones. And, you know, uh, the, res- the, The details really kind of came in sporadically. At first, all we knew was that it was a DUI Mm -hmm. and, you know, someone died. It came out later that not only was it a DUI, he was twice over the legal limit. Um, He was going 156 miles an hour in his Corvette um, when he rear-ended them. Um, When the airbags deployed, he was going 127 miles an hour. Um, So i just let you know what kind of force was coming with that. Um, he also had the illegal possession of a firearm in the vehicle. Um, very sad situation all around Henry Ruggs, 22, his career is effectively over. Um, if convicted of this, it's Nevada law. This is not a probationable offense. He will have to serve a minimum of two years, maximum 20 years for this offense. Um, so it's, it's really sad. You know, I I pray for him. I, I know he's going through it right now too. Um, it's so easy to condemn and damn people in this situation, but this could have very easily been anybody. Um, maybe not going that fast. Sure. But we definitely could have done something that had a similar outcome. Uh, but there is no excuse in today's day and age with, you know, Uber and Lyft and, you know, your teammates that you could call at any hour, your coaches, um, there's no reason for you to get behind team that personnel. Field. Yeah, um, Freaking and, mark Mark
3: Davis. Yeah, and honestly,
2: <laughs> also honestly, from what I'm hearing, because he was at Top Golf, uh, I think some of this blame needs to fall on Top Golf too. Because from what I heard, he ordered like 16 shots, um, and like, like yeah, it's wild. Like, how do you yeah. how do you serve somebody that much? Like, you should know. Yeah, it was just him and his girlfriend there. So like, why are you serving them that much?
0: Exactly. Yeah, like, like there, there needs to be a lot more. There needs to be a lot more investigation. Um, what I will say is, <clears throat> I saw the video of the after effects, mm. and if you ask me, I, I felt like that was, uh definitely hit close to home. You can see that it was a, a kid who realized like it's over with. Oh, um, yeah. And the kid realizes what what was going on um and you know this is the reason why you know these courses that these these nfl rookies and youngins be, be you know neglecting they need to pay attention yeah. you know at the end of the day like i know he's a kid and i understand that he's 22 years old or whatever whatever but these are the things that we warn these young men about these are the things that we've been saying you know i mean and when i say we i'm talking about family members uh, parents coaches we tell you be you know, knowledgeable of where you of where you are, what you're doing, and 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 you know, be wary, you know, and if you cannot, if you are any kind of ways drunk where you know you're not gonna be yourself, then like you should take an Uber. And this yeah. is one of them perfect examples. Like he wasn't himself. Like 156 miles in a vehicle is not safe. Ladies and gentlemen who have never done that, the fastest I've ever gotten a car is 128. And I'm saying that because I'm trying to make a comparison here, me going to a 128, which is a major speed, and I haven't done in ages. But you are literally tunnel vision. Yeah. I mean, these cars are blurs. This is not like you can see. I mean, it's literally as you're driving, all you are seeing is you. And that's
2: and that's hard to that's hard to navigate shoot. sober. So if you're two times over the legal exactly. limit as far
0: as drink goes, and that that was literally what I was going to get into. You yeah. see where I'm going with this? So mm-hmm. like you know. At the end of the day, like this is this is this is a bad look. And then on top of that, here's where it's even a worse look. I want to know how in the world did his old lady allow him to get in the vehicle in the first place? There's a lot of people you can ask questions to, like the waiter or the waitress. Like, what's going on? You know, Rugs himself. What's going on? Be accountable. You know what I mean? Like his old lady. Like, come on. Like, where where is the accountability? Where is his people's at? Where is his boys at? Right. Like, where, exactly. Where, like, Wild, wow. like yeah. that is that is just wild to me. You know what I mean? Like you're texting your teammates about a golf about swing. Golf? Right? You mm-hmm. your yeah, golf tips. Pick up, scoop your ass up. Yeah, and you that's
2: what. what I mean? like and that's what it's, Derek. It's that's tragedy. what Derek Carr said. You know, like I watched that whole press conference and like throughout the whole thing, he was like holding tears back when they would ask certain questions and stuff like that. Because like, um, well, he's a lovable, He's a lovable kid. Yeah, and and Derek was like, mm-hmm. he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, you know. I went by his locker, you know, and, and he's like, that got me choked up. He's like, he's like, because he, he's, he's not here. He's like, and I'm gonna miss him and it's, and not because, you know, he's fast or, you know, he runs good routes or, or, or anything like that. He's like, he's like, I, you know, I miss him because I love him. Like, this is my brother. Yeah. And um, so it, it was really sad to, to see that because mm-hmm. I could tell he's kind of echoing those sentiments of his teammates as well um, because mm-hmm. By all accounts, Henry Ruggs is a good kid. He does have exactly. a good head on the show. He a was, guy. he's loved by everybody. Tua was getting choked up in his presser when they asked him about it. Same with Devontae Smith. Um exactly. you know, like and he just unfortunately that night made a series,
3: series. of very
2: bad decisions.
3: Decisions. Mm-hmm.
2: And ah, it, it's a tragic result. I mean, I pray for everybody involved in this, um, on both for sides sure. of it, you know. I, you know, I feel for the family. I feel for Henry. I feel for for everything. Um, I wish this shit didn't happen. It gives me a sick feeling in my gut. But um, we're here, and you know, you know he's been released by the Raiders. I didn't mention that, but you know, once the Raiders, I guess, got the details, which you know they got before all of us, obviously, because yeah. that decision came pretty quick that he was released from the team so yeah you know like what
3: within within an hour and a half
2: yeah those details came out we're like oh okay got it makes sense um yeah it's just just very unfortunate all around and you know unfortunately for the raiders you know just to you know move beyond the human aspect to the football aspect now they're in a position where we're like okay but we still have a game on sunday you exactly. know so you gotta shift focus and be like fuck our brother's gone you know for good and all right, we got a game Sunday. Let's practice, you yeah, know, so exactly. I don't know what I don't know what their mentality is going to be for Sunday. Um, but, you know, I just I just feel for, for everybody so we can we can move on from uh, from there. Sure. Um, so the trade deadline has passed officially. Um, I Boy, think we're, we're all sitting here waiting for a Deshaun Watson uh, decision. Which didn't happen. Uh, he did not get traded, uh, which makes sense. But uh,
3: go ahead. I do want to. Uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. But they were talking. They were talking about um, that the Dolphins owner wanted to meet with Deshaun, mm-hmm. and the Texans wouldn't allow it until Monday. And you know the trade deadline was obviously was Tuesday, right? And you know that's not enough time. They they said they you know they weren't sure if he ultimately got to talk to him. But you know they wanted clarification and reason, and reasonably they, so. Yeah, and I don't blame them. Like I would want clarification. You know, like I want to talk to you like man to man and see what happened.
0: Well, this is this is my thing. I, I I think I think it was a smart business decision on the Texans' part. Move, move, move. How you need to move because here's the thing. And this this is where this is where I've I've been saying this. I feel like the Deshaun thing is it was was there to hold him up and, and try to see if he'll stay and he won't stay and it's lingering on. And and honestly, I feel like if there was more to hold on to, this case would have moved quickly. It hasn't moved quickly. So maybe it's gonna go to settlement or it might just be dropped altogether. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
0: So that's one. Two, Houston has got to maximize this. The only team that he wants to go to is the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are yeah. desperate for a quarterback. For, for now. For now, yeah. right, right, sure. for now. But hold on, for now. But did, but my point is, is I'm not talking about in the future, I'm talking about currently. Got it. Like, the Dolphins want him. They're the only teams that want, the only teams. If there is a possibility, just a strong possibility, that all of this can be dropped, he's instantly going to become the hottest commodity in the NFL.
3: Oh, definitely. Every I mean, the, I
0: mean, football. literally the second that the news comes out that this man is good is over with. Now, here's what makes it even crazier: he's in his prime, and he didn't lose a year of his prime with a trash team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna be the hottest commodity. Every yeah. team in the league that does not have an elite quarterback is gonna want him. Even and teams with no. solid quarterbacks, quarterbacks are gonna sit there and be like, you know. And yeah. I was, I was the just gonna so say. Bad.
2: I was just gonna say, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna be in the market for him because even if you have a good quarterback, you know your job is secure until there's someone who's better at your job better. and available. Exactly. So, I, like, if I if I were to ask you, where do you real quick, where do you think he plays next year? Philadelphia. I think he plays in Atlanta. Because because mm-hmm. isn't he from Georgia? He
0: is. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta is a good look. Um, it's close to the crib. Um, I I would assume that he would play in the NFC South. I don't see okay. him playing in the AFC South, and I don't see the Texans letting him go to the AFC South. So I, I would say honestly, all the NFC South teams are up for grabs, even the Bucs, because how long do you have Tom Brady? It's very true as Vax. well. That's facts. So I very think, I and I would already say. Have a roster. Yeah, I would say – and all the NFC South teams are stacked. They just need a and, quarterback. And we've and, seen – Because the Falcons, the Falcons are not a bad team. And, and I'm not saying Ryan is trash. I'm just saying Watson is better.
2: Right. And not for nothing, you know, we've seen the Bucks are willing to take chance on people with, you know, quote-unquote character – that are character risks. You the know? whole
0: NFC South is, man. Yeah. I just don't know yeah, if The that, NFC South has to be, bro.
2: I just don't know if the Bucs would be able to afford him.
0: Well, so, the Bucks oh, have been able to do some miraculous things, moving the cap around, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I can see, I can see them working I see a, me. I can see them working a back, a back loaded contract to where he gets everything on the back end versus the front end, so they can move yeah. some pieces around. But I mean, honestly, out of all out of the NFC South, I, I, I'm gonna be real with you, I really do see, and I'm and I'm just looking at it from a talent standpoint, I wouldn't be shocked if Sam Darnold does not pan out. Mm-hmm. Carolina is in a place where they are they quickly move they are quickly moving off of people yeah like I think Carolina mm-hmm. is Carolina is his best option because that offense is stacked yeah if, if you really think about it between Robbie Anderson DJ Moore um the um, Arnold Paris is Marshall. gone, but um yeah, they got Marshall, they got um Trem Tremble, I think his yeah, name is Tommy Tremble plays. You got
3: uh uh, uh Taylor uh, Morton. Um,
0: yeah, you got you got guys, man, and then you got um Royce Royce hasn't done too bad, Chubble, Um Um Hubbard I mean, hasn't done too bad, and then you got McCaffrey who's on the way back. I mean, listen.
3: Exactly. But I don't know, I don't know if you saw like at first they were like, you know, that Christian McCaffrey could be mentioned in deals.
0: Well, you know, I'll say this. Somebody was saying, you know, the running back is the most disrespected position in the NFL. Agree. I don't think I don't think the running back is the most disrespected position in the NFL. And and I'm going to bring up a couple of situations that'll prove why teams it's it's not that it's the most disrespected. The running back position is literally the biggest liability of probably any position in sports outside of the pitcher. Here's the reason why I say this. A running back is liable to get hurt any and every play. Yeah. You got running backs who have been tailor-made for the grind that get hurt. If Derrick Henry... Yeah. I, I need... I And I said this earlier today to, to a co-worker. Not today, but a couple of days. Actually, yesterday, to a co-worker. And I was like, if Derrick Henry... Derrick Henry, this tank of a man... Mm-hmm who literally works out probably more than anybody in the league can get injured and miss the rest of the season.
3: It's replaceable.
0: It is what it is, bro. And the thing about it is, is like, you know, you're, you're the, the we're watching football transition. Derek Henry's successful in his way of playing football because he's literally one of a kind, but you know, that yeah. new, the way, if you haven't realized You know Christian McCaffrey is no longer a unicorn. Christian McCaffrey has become the new workhorse of the NFL running backs. He's the new workhorse back where he's not giving you 25 carries, but he's getting 25 touches. You might look at his rushing stats and he might give you seven rushes for 68 yards, but he's also giving you seven receptions for 80 yards, which gives him 150 yards of total offense and probably two touchdowns, right? Think about the players who are kind of Christian McCaffrey-esque, who, although they might not be getting burned or getting love like that, they're actually making their initial league. I mean, I look at a guy like Chase Edmonds. Yeah. I look at a guy like Miles Gaskin, who every once in a while he'll turn one up. I look at mm-hmm. a guy like Miles Sanders. You know what I mean? I yeah. look at a guy like Pollard, who, even though he's a backup, he's, he's probably the most important backup in the league. You're looking at a guy like Naeem, Nine, Naeem Hines. I'm sorry. You got guys. Who are very McCaffrey esque. Yeah, so, but
3: even um Michael Michael Carter last week. Yeah, Michael, Michael Carter had nine catches, 100 yards, and 80 yards on the ground.
0: Exactly. So and now he's a that rookie.
3: So the, the
0: the McCaffrey the McCaffrey unicorn thing is 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 dead now. Like there's other running backs like him. So when you find other running backs like him, it's not hard to include him in a deal, especially when you need a quarterback. Right. As of right now, because there's so many McCaffrey-esque running backs, you know, not I mean that are coming out now, there's only really three running backs that you can kind of put in that unicorn category, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. To me anyway, I've got Derrick Henry. And I've Mm -hmm. got, because Derek Henry's in his own category. And then these two running backs who I think are in the same category is Jonathan Taylor and Ezekiel Elliott. Those are two running backs that you probably don't let go of that you do pay because there's not a lot of running backs like that.
3: Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's different, bro.
0: There's not a lot of running backs (laughs) like that. That do everything running back. You know what I mean? Like you can't sit there and say the one thing that Zeke or Jonathan Taylor is great at. But you can name everything they're really good at. And that's that's rare to find. That's rare to find. So they're always, those kind of running backs as of right now are going to be the ones that are going to get the check. So, you know, hearing Christian McCaffrey being involved in the deal for Deshaun Watson is not, is not something that, that shocks me per se. Right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shocked that it just came out so quickly. That's what took me off guard. I was like, oh, y'all coming off first quarter. Right. Like y'all yeah. don't y'all don't give a shit at all.
2: Well, s- speaking of not giving a shit, uh the one big blockbuster mm-hmm. trade that we did get was Von Miller being traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and a third hit? rounder. Um yep. I think this is a great trade for the Rams. They've clearly shown they don't give a fuck about the draft picks. Mm-hmm. They don't have a first mm-hmm. rounder for the next 7 years. Um they're all in. It's they're they're Super Bowl or bust this year. Um so why not why why fucking not
0: yeah well here's the thing we we love talking about the draft and and it's funny because it's something that i've i've we as most of y'all know listeners we have a madden league and it's something i've applied in a madden league i never have a first rounder i barely have a draft ever um i sit and watch and enjoy it. but my question is tell me All of the first round draft picks or even top two to three round draft picks that have been pivotal, not pivotal, crucial. Now listen to the word I'm using, crucial to a to, to a team's Super Bowl run. You're putting me on the spot. Crucial. I mean, absolutely crucial. The only one that I can think of that comes to mind is Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Big Ben. Big Ben was a first round pick. I thought yes. he was. Yeah, he was. Yes. The first, I'm yes, sure he was. was a first rounder. I'm pretty sure he was a first rounder. Uh, you know, what I mean, that's, I, weird. I think that's, um, that's weird. That's now, weird
2: seeing a quarterback from Miami of Ohio going in the first round. Right. I
0: yeah, mean, that's, that's, how that's like mean. De- Delaware right um, true. joe flacco <laughs> but listen what we're gonna do is we're gonna name we're gonna name a bunch of quarterbacks so All right a quarterback i mean yeah in the first round right will That's- more likely than not give you that crucial push into the super bowl outside of that no. outside of that is really personnel yeah you're not going to build a phenomenal yeah. team off of the draft anymore. It's not the nineties. No. You'll build, I mean,
2: build depth at mo- you're, you, yeah, it's, it, it's exactly. depth really.
3: Because I mean, it, you you might be able to like say, um, Worfs, is that his name from um, the offensive tackle play for the Bucks last Tristan year? Tristan oh, Worfs? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah,
0: sure, sure, like sure. Yes, of course, yeah. That's a good one.
3: But I mean, but I mean, aside from that, I mean. No, it's, it's a
0: rarity. It's a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rarity. Yeah. There's, yeah, so there's so, yeah, you know, there's always
2: there's always outliers. Yeah. It's Quentin, yeah, it's Quentin personnel. Nelson.
0: So, so, yeah. So yeah, so when we talk when we talk still about no right. When we talk about personnel, you know, the thing about it is is that you know finding you that quality guy, right? Like people love using the Patriots and how they've built through the draft. But you gotta understand, like all those years. They had depth. They just had players that could do their job, and yeah. and they they were deep, so they were able and to be okay. they were able to pick those guys up and realize. Here's another thing too that I want to make sure that people understand. When we're talking about the Patriots and their success in the draft, it's really been on the defensive side of the ball, and it's really been linebackers and DBs with the occasional D lineman, occasional. But it hasn't been the full fledged team. You know what I mean? So I, I I think what the Rams are doing, that is the way that it needs to be done. I, I think the NFL can definitely take a page out of the Major League Baseball slash NBA approach where what it comes down to is putting it all out there. And if you fail, cool, because you literally put your best foot forward. I mean, think about it. It's Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. It's Matthew Stafford. It's Jalen Ramsey. Uh, It's now Von Miller. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's Robert Woods. Because remember, Robert Woods came in towards a trade too. I think Cooper Cup might have been drafted potentially. You know what I mean? But majority, majority of that team were pickups and trades. You know what I mean? And it's not just them. If you look at every successful team in the league, for the most part, a good portion of their players... We're brought in. I mean, the only team that can probably say we have a lot of homegrown talent would probably be the Chiefs. But, I mean, look at the Chiefs now. Right. Look at the Chiefs now. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it it's all relative, man. All right. Well, let's
2: get to these games. Uh, to start things off, Thursday Night Football, uh, the Packers give the Cardinals their first loss on the season, 24-21, doing it without Devontae Adams, without uh, Alan Lazard without their defensive coordinator uh they were able to get it done. You know, it is one of those dangerous things where when a team isn't expected to win, they can they have this freedom that they can play with and shit happens and they and they win. Um I don't know really, you know, JJ Watt done out for the year. Um he's a beast. He's a fucking beast, especially hearing what he played through. Uh oh,
3: That shit was fucking crazy. Like the
2: list of his injuries bro, in one and like, in one arm is nuts, bro. Torn
3: labrum, torn peg,
2: yeah, um, dislocated shoulder, all that shit.
3: Yeah, and you finish the game? Come on, bro. That's wild. And and then and then you had the Texans fans out here questioning his heart at the end of last year. Yeah, it's nuts. That's nuts.
2: Um, but the the big st- so I, I'm not really concerned about the Cardinals. Um, I think it's. Better to drop a game now than in the playoffs. So, you know, get the loss out your system. You know, this might, might not be even, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, this this might not even be your your last loss on the year. So, you know, don't don't take it too hard. Uh, you're still right up there at the the top of the NFL. So, um, the real story coming out of this though is Aaron Rodgers is officially out for this Sunday's game against the Chiefs um, due to testing positive for COVID 19. Um, so first of all, you know, hope hope he recovers uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, it caused controversy because um, basically everybody thought he was vaccinated. Everybody kind of had that impression that, that he had gotten the, the vaccination because, you know, when asked about it uh, back in August, he said that he was immunized. And people kind of just took that as he was vaccinated, reasonably so. Uh, But I guess as it turns out, he went through some homeopathic uh, immunization therapy treatment. Um, So, you know, he thought he was good based on that. However, the team and the NFL knew that he was uh, not vaccinated. So apparently he has been following the protocols. Uh, throughout the year as far as getting tested every day goes and all that stuff um but the nfl is looking into the protocols closely because they're thinking that halloween party you know where he was shown oh, yeah. as john wick dancing to the uh they they are thinking that if that was a team activity you know he's not supposed to be there or he's supposed to be masked up if he's there so if that was the situation you know, okay, we could potentially be looking at fines and, and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, so Rogers out. I mean, the controversy will die whenever it dies. As soon as Aaron Rodgers comes back, basically, it'll probably all be over with. Uh, but until then, we're getting to see uh, Jordan Love this week. So we'll see if he, uh, This is this is going to be the glimpse into the Packers future. So I'm sure they're hoping he does well. I, don't know I if mean, you guys, have anything else to add
0: about the situation? He knew, he knew, he knew what he was, what he was signing up for. Um, Rodgers did what he did. Um, I just, I'm just shocked that he's not getting crucified like everybody else crucified. Kyrie Irving, although Kyrie Irving kind of, you know, did what he was supposed to do, but whatever. Um, I'm not gonna go neither here nor there with that because if I get on that, we'll be here for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel like at the end of the day this is a NFL and Green Bay Packers situation. And even then, I don't even think it's an NFL situation. It's a Green Bay Packers situation. NFL should just find them boys and then let Green Bay do what they do from there. If all of them want to get sick and deal with COVID, that's that's on them. If they want to you know, mess up their season and, and and not do the things necessary to be able to get wins, then cool. You know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers is, is showing his ass again. Um, and what I mean by that is, I don't understand, you know, for, he just gets into these weird situations. That's just the best way I can put it. They're not situations that's drastic. I don't think they're dramatic. I don't think they're anything that anybody needs to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, this is exactly why I don't think it's that deep. However, it's always like, well, how do you get in these things? Like, how do you get in these situations? Like, just say you're not vaccinated, bro.
2: Maybe he just easily. I mean, I feel you. I just, I think Aaron's always been the type that he just doesn't want people in his business. That's like it goes back to the whole the speculation that he doesn't have a relationship with his family and all this kind of stuff. And like, like he just doesn't want you to know. And I, this isn't me caping for Aaron Rodgers. Um, granted, yes, he is, you know, my favorite quarterback ever and all this good stuff. But like, this is who he's always been. Like, he's not going to tell you shit. So if you're asking me a personal question about my medical history, who are you that I need to tell you that information? So I'm immunized. Whatever that means, that's what it means to me. I can't help that you're taking it as a vaccine, like we all did. But I don't need to tell you that. You you don't work for the NFL. The people that need to know, know. So... Everyone else can kiss my ass. I, I think that's kind of his approach. And you know, it just is what it is.
1: Hmm.
3: I got you.
2: Yeah. But I mean, it's better that he's getting it now, though, because now he'll have that those antibodies, so you know, he won't be able to get it for a while. <laughs> so, you know, he'll he'll be straight for the rest of the season, but um, so there's there's that side of it. <laughs> <laughs> It was it is terrible. So well, I'm trying to glass hey, that full, right? All right. Um, moving right along. Uh, the Panthers beat the Falcons, nineteen to thirteen. Um, these teams suck. Um, the <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, legitimately.
2: Yeah, the the Bills beat the Dolphins, twenty six to eleven. Dolphins suck. Um, yeah. they won the first game of the year and have lost seven straight since.
3: Seven straight,
2: bro.
0: Um, Who lost seven straight? Who that L? The
2: Dolphins. the Dolphins, bro. Um, the Dolphins is kind of, the is kind of Yes. The, four, the 49ers beat the Bears <laughs> 33-22. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, the game wasn't anything special. Um, yeah, no takeaways. Just, Justin Fields
3: ran the ball a lot.
2: Yep, sure did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the Steelers beat the Browns 15 to 10. Uh, Big Ben seems to have you know Cleveland's number uh, but the the story coming out of this game is OBS Odell Beckham senior uh, releasing a video <laughs> Bitch. Um, releasing releasing a video of his son Odell Beckham Jr.. It's a 10 minute video of his son either not getting the ball thrown to him when he's wide open or the ball getting thrown to him late as fuck where he can't even make a play on it. Um, Yeah. Uh, This has kind of led to issues within the locker room, it seems, because for now, two days in a row, this is as of Thursday, uh, Odell has had two excused absences from the team. Uh, it seems like the head coach or GM or whoever does not want him there. And I guess the front office of the Browns have been in communication with the representatives of Odell Beckham Jr. And usually when that happens, it's because they're trying to negotiate some kind of terms of release, I'd imagine, uh, since the trade deadline has passed. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you guys have thoughts on this.
3: My thing was, it's like, why not just trade well, too late now. <laughs> and and, my, and then the second thing is like okay, I don't I don't I don't know what Odell has necessarily said or anything, but it's just kind of funny because this man was he was ready to practice, and then he gets excused in practice, and then the coach pretty much tells them, oh, he's not on the team as of this moment, and then he came today ready for practice. I'm like, he can't be blamed for something that his dad said.
2: Right. I uh, didn't
3: say anything. And that's what I'm saying.
2: Maybe they're mad that he didn't come out and say, Hey, I didn't tell my dad to post that. He shouldn't have posted that. That's not how I feel. Maybe they're mad at that. I don't know. But like, you can't really hold what his father does against him. Like exactly. Uh, because that's,
3: that's anybody's dad, bro.
2: It's weird. But then also looking at the video, like, does Baker have Bro. beef with Odell or is he just not seeing him? Bro. Like
3: be- Baker has beef with Odell. And which, I think that's been I think that's been from the moment that they um trade for him.
2: Well, honestly, that's really bad because that video makes Baker look horrible. And the fact that this is a contract year for Baker, he needs to be showing out this year. And he's not exactly. he is not he is not showing awful. out at
3: all in this contract. And you know, the year. funny thing is. The, bu- the Browns are still going to give him that contract. I know.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: I mean, the yeah. Browns are going to give him that contract because you can't find anybody better next year. They'll probably give him, like, two or three years. Now, yeah, because the there's nobody you
2: know. in the draft.
0: Matt Morel might be
3: better than Baker Mayfield.
0: Now, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> bottom line bottom line is that we, we know... This is why you can't give too much hype too early. He hasn't done anything to really like prove the, the some of the clout that he's received. And here's mm-hmm. my point. Sure, Odell Beckham be was very much right? Odell Beckham was very much on his way to Steph Curry though. Here's the reason why mm-hmm. I say this. Steph Curry changed the game of basketball because not everybody wants to shoot threes and floaters and run around around screens all day and do whatever. Same Kind of same element like LeBron did before when everybody wanted to drive like LeBron, everybody wanted to shoot fadeaways like Kobe and Jordan, whatever, stick their tongue out. Boo-boo. The minute Odell Beckham had that one-handed catch, every kid wanted a one-hand, one-hand, one-hand catch. Every kid wanted to get the blonde tips. Every kid wanted to dance. Every kid Everyone wanted to wear the same numbers. Tips, that shit was wild, this was, bro. That shit was yeah, wild.
3: Everybody had the Odell, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. You couldn't tell me, like, you didn't know at least... Five people who didn't have the odell bro yeah it was oh, weird kids you didn't
0: know 10 kids who didn't have the odell now here's here's the thing he was in new york yeah he was happy huge in market. new york because he was the only guy in a huge market being hella successful and he had the team you know copying what he did which showed because you know i still to this day think that the boat thing was his idea In Miami, that caused them the 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 loss. That was his idea. So now I don't know why people thought him going to the Browns to be on a stacked team to where you got to share its usage, and it's literally two great running backs, two good tight ends, another great receiver who's willing to do the routes that you won't do. Or the routes, or even if you will do them. Let's be honest, Landry runs those short to intermediate. routes Yeah, better. I, was, I was about better.
2: to say Jarvis don't get enough love.
3: No,
0: you know what I mean. Jar- Jarvis
3: so, is easily top five route runner in the league.
0: Now, here's what I'm getting to. He either needs to be on a team that's, I don't even know if the winning matters like that. To be honest with you, I think yeah, he wants to be on a team. I think, I think so. he, I think winning matters, but he has to be the guy. Yeah, he he's wants not the guy. In he Cleveland. wants to shine. We were talking he, yeah. about. We were talking about Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's who we were well, talking about. You know, because and,
3: friggin' Baker's on every fucking commercial, for, every, and he's done like, nothing. He's done nothing, oh, nothing to earn being on those that's, commercials. Like he's the only quarterback and, who's. And I can't. I can't nothing nothing not see him
2: when I watch TV.
3: No, every NFL game, bro. Yeah, here's a fucking State Farm shit at the stadium. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I returned your shoes, dude. Look, Lame is like, I'm so tired of seeing his fucking face, bro.
0: (laughs) So there's that. So I think think that matters. Furthermore, I feel as though, I feel as though (sighs) Odell already gives me the vibes that like when he's not in a great place, he's not going to give you much love, like. He's not going to be talkative. He's not going to be active. The situation has got to be copacetic for him, for him to really be on a great playing field with you. And that's not Cleveland right now. So when, they're, when he's being sent home, I'm pretty sure he's probably being a killjoy. Like, I'll put it this way. Odell seems like the kind of guy who's like the quote unquote life of the party. But he's a moody life of the party. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys have ever been in this situation where you're by somebody who's just not in the mood. <clears throat> it, it it takes away. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and vibe. It does. It really does. It takes away. And 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 it's tough. It's tough to deal with sometimes. And you know, you'll do it for for a group of two, or you'll do it for one person or you know, someone you love or whatever, but a teammate that's fucking up the whole locker room. No, I'm not gonna lie to you, I sit there and be like, hey, cuh, like, if you're gonna come in here with that bullshit, bro, like, let's go to the crib, bro. Like, yeah, especially, especially you know? if it's good vibes when he's not there. Exactly, bro. That that's that's all I'm saying. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, it just to me, it just appears like there's a lot more to it. And and I think too that we we love giving Odell Beckham the the benefit of the doubt because he's he's so generational and we really like him. Mm -hmm. because I feel like if this is any other athlete, we wouldn't be acting like this. We wouldn't act like this with Randy Moss. We wouldn't act like this with Chad Ochocinco. We wouldn't act like this with Des Bryant. We wouldn't act like this with Terrell Owens, but we're acting like this with Odell Beckham. He's doing the same shit. It's the same shit. Just a different name. Same shit, different name. No, you're right. That's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Let's just call a spade a spade, bro. The man tripping, bro. Like, I understand you are not getting your passes. You're not. I get all of that, but in the same essence, bro. For the record, you have been hurt quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I think all around, just in general, this situation is just fucked. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's time for it's sucks. time for him to go.
2: Yeah, it's time, for divorce, it's,
0: it's, time, it's time it's time. It's time. It's it's over with. For sure, it's over with. All right, so where do you where do you think he goes?
2: Oh man, I don't honestly for for a moment for like a fleeting moment I was like the Raiders but I'm like honestly no I don't want him there I don't think he'd be happy there because we spread the ball out too much and I I
3: think he'll get jealous of Waller. Yeah,
2: yeah, I just don't mm-hmm. think it'd be a good a good vibe for us. Honestly, I would rather us get uh Deshaun Jackson. Um since he's been released. Oh, yeah. yeah, but uh but no, but as far as Odell, I mean he'll it's it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because it, it depends on really what settlement comes between him and the team. Because if they say, hey, look, we'll pay out X amount, and then you'll hit waivers. If it's a certain amount where another team is willing to scoop it up, cool. But if not, he they have to wait till he clears waivers, and then he can sign wherever he wants to go. I don't know, man. Maybe he te- takes a te- a cheap flyer on a on a Super Bowl contender or something. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know where he would fit, to be honest with you. That he wouldn't be like a detriment to the team.
0: I agree. Mm. We'll see. Time we will
2: tell. Will. We will. Um, the Eagles beat the Lions forty-four to six, uh, despite Jalen Hurts only throwing for one hundred and three yards, uh, bro.
3: They ran all over. Yeah,
2: J- only threw it 14 Bro. times the whole game <laughs> and they won 44-6. J-
3: Jalen Hurts had like 100 yards rushing. Boston Scott had 60 yards and two touchdowns. Jordan Howard had 60 yards and two touchdowns. It's hey, just I don't know what's Whatever
2: wrong whatever that. works get the win. <laughs> um let's see. The <laughs> the Titans beat the Colts in a heartbreaking game in overtime, 34-31. Uh Derrick Henry yeah. is hurt, will be out, I think, what was it, about six weeks? Six oh, weeks. I, oh boy. I thought it was ten weeks. I think it was six to ten. And they said, okay. like, six is optimistic. I think eight, they said, is, like, the sweet spot of, of so, what it could be. Pounds? But, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He'll be back for a playoff run. Um, Which, they, it looks like they're in good shape to to win their division, so. Yeah. Because they, they swept That's the Colts right. already, and they're the closest threat to the Titans, and, and they swept them, so. Bro,
3: yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I don't even want to talk about the game.
2: <laughs> um, the Jets with the the biggest upset of the week, beating the the AFC leading Bengals, uh, thirty four to thirty one. Um, Mike fucking White, right? Thank you. Is that Mike fucking White? four hundred
3: right? year? 405 yards, three touchdowns, two picks.
2: For the person everybody thought was a rookie, <laughs> but he's been in the NFL for five years. But <laughs> he, he got broke. cut four times last year by the no, by, the, by the Jet Dog. How you get cut?
3: Bro, yeah. a um, former um, fifth round pick by the Cowboys. It's
2: crazy, man. Um, but yeah, it's he's got followed. his he's got his stuff in the Hall of Fame uh from his game. I think he had, let's see. The stat line was, was nice. Um, he went 37 for 45, 405 yards, three touchdowns, two picks.
0: And the two picks that he threw, they really weren't on we're him. not on him. They yeah. were deflections. So he had a great game. Shouts out to Mike White. had a great game. Real talk. Real talk, uh, my boy. Real talk, my boy.
3: And he um, currently got hurt.
0: Ridiculous bro. Oh, is is he out right now? He doesn't look like he's coming back, bro. Yikes.
2: So who's wait, so who's the quarterback? Josh here? Johnson.
0: Josh Johnson. Wasn't he Johnson. like the a the eight uh AAF with the... oh they didn't yeah, put he uh a, he was... I thought
2: they signed Flacco at one point. Is that is that they, he's not playing? They did.
3: They traded for Flacco.
0: Yeah. Like Who traded for Flacco? The, the Jets. The the Jets did. What the hell? Yeah, so maybe uh, he's just ain't, not ain't, he's not ready he yet, known. maybe. <laughs> Yeah, G- it definitely, G- definitely ain't on. <laughs> Yikes. <Yeah>. G- <laughs> G- you ain't on. G- bro,
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, but Jonathan Taylor just put the nicest stiff arm on C.J. Mosley. Put yeah, this man did. to dirt. Bro. Really did. It was <laughs>
0: disrespectful. C.J. Mosley, it's about that time. I ain't even gonna lie yeah. to you. It's hey, about man, that time.
3: Hang up them cleats at
0: this point. It's about It's about that time, man. I ain't even trying to be that guy, but CJ, baby. Baby. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: um, baby. The, know, the Rams beat the Texans 38-22, as they should. Uh, that
3: boy, Tyrod coming back. Tyrod year.
2: finally comes back,
0: so hopefully he can start ratcheting yeah. like, a couple wins. Them, them
3: boys making a playoff run. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to stop jigs and teams. I know. What if they do, though? You must be, you must be stopped.
2: Mm mm mm. Must be
3: stopped right now. Uh, How do you think I start talking? Stop talking about my own team.
2: It's, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, good you must
0: be. You must be stopped. We see. We see the work. Don't, don't done talk about. Lions. Don't talk about. Yeah, don't talk about our teams, my boy.
2: Gee. Um. Sure. The okay, uh, speaking team. of Nell's team, the Patriots beat the Chargers, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Um. Really good game. I enjoyed watching that.
0: Spectacular coaching
2: job. Yep. Um, Mac Jones, even though he didn't throw any touchdowns, very efficient, did what he what needed to do. Done? Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah, just check down Charlie, baby. The wins, the wins are all that matters. And the Patriots are in position to actually make the playoffs this year, which not a lot of people thought they were going to be able to do.
0: Well, you know, except for Patriot fans. Um, yeah. so, you know, I, I'll say, I'll say this and I'm not even saying it to brag. <laughs> it's just, I hope that people understand that coaching does matter. Coaching does matter. If you look at some of the teams, their situation is reflective of their coaching and coaching staff. What do I mean by that? It's Very simple. Look at a team like the Dolphins. Let's look at a team like the Dolphins, okay? Um, You know, they went to Gase. Gase was supposed to be this offensive guy, and it just didn't work out so they were like let's just go strictly defense and they went with flores and flores did his thing with defense but Last it's year. just it's just <laughs> not well even technically to to some extent this year for as far as their record is concerned so here's what here's what i mean by that that game against the raiders was a winnable game the defense did all it could against a really good raider team 31 points when you put up 28 against a Raider team that was balling at that time, not bad. The Colts put up 27. Buccaneers did, did wipe them out. Jags put up 23. Technically, it's 20, even though that they, you can count the kick if you want to. An NFL team should, should put up 20 on you, I think, personally. Um, Falcons put up 30. Bills put up 26. There's games that should be winnable if you have an offense. Now, here's the reason why I think some of those scores is a little skewed. Think about how many turnovers that offense has had.
3: Two of yeah.
0: How many times, like how many games have we seen, you know, and, and I'm, I don't know if you have red zone, um, uh, Willie, but Buddha and I have red zone. How many times have you watched red zone and you've seen the Dolphins' defense on that bit? I mean, it's all games. As all game, I mean when they played the Falcons, the Falcons' average starting position was inside of their 50. They just couldn't score touchdowns. They had a lot of field goals. But, you know, like if you're if you're getting 30 points and 15 of those 30 points is field goals, your defense had a good day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think I think it's reflective, you know, some situations is reflective of coaching. And I think the reason why Patriots fans were always confident that they would at least be competitive and, you know, be in the playoff picture for a little bit is because that coaching staff is really good. They're going to figure out a way to get a win. They're going to figure out a way to eke a win one way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? And that that's, that's just what it is. It's good coaching. Right. It's good coaching. You know uh, what I mean? Look at Matt Stafford. Look at Matt true. Stafford. <laughs> good coaching.
2: Very true. Um, the Seahawks beat the Jaguars 31-7. Um, I mean, that's how they should have been playing all year.
3: Mm, they didn't. Honestly, honestly, they didn't even play well.
2: Yikes. That, uh, that's,
3: that's the bad part about it. They didn't play well. Like, yes, like Geno Smith started the game, I think, 18 for 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the – the Jaguars just had so many penalties that that was the game. Like, it wasn't that, like, the Seahawks just played so phenomenal. It was that the Jaguars played so bad <laughs> that it just it looked like a great game.
2: <laughs> right. Well, you know, hopefully you guys will get rest back in, in two weeks. So, hopefully, you'll get them back in two
0: weeks. Um, Seahawks, Seahawks are just terrible. Um, that's one. Trevor Lawrence threw the ball fifty-four times. That's something else. Like, just that's fucking ridiculous. Um, the Jaguars gave up pretty much a football field in penalty yards. Yeah. It's hard to win when you do that. It's hard to win when you give a team a football field. Like here, take this whole field for free. And it's, this yours. it's yours. You can have like, it. It's tough. You're um, right though, Willie. I, I thought the Seahawks played Buddha as fuck. Well, booty as fuck.
2: Yeah. Speaking of booty as fuck, uh, the Broncos beat the Washington football team 17-10. Washington becoming probably one of the bigger disappointments of the year. Um, For sure. Uh, yeah. Like I don't. I don't know what happened, but they, everything. <laughs> but where?
3: Where's Chase Young?
2: He has moments. Like I think he had a he had a fumble uh, this past game that I saw. Um, okay. It was he almost he almost they were almost able to win because of it. Um oh, okay. he gave them he g- got that fumble to give them a chance to you know get a touchdown to tie it up and then the offense just folded. But
3: all right. Well shout out to you, Chase. I take it back.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I mean he's he's trying, but I mean he's still it's it's not what we thought it was gonna be. But um... all right,
3: because we're like the preseason projections was a top five defense.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um the Saints beat the Bucks. 36-27. Um, You know, Jameis got hurt. At uh, what point did he get hurt? It was...
3: What was it, it? Early second quarter? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was early in the game. Bro, so pretty early Jameis in the was game. getting fucked up, bro. Fucked up. And uh-huh. I, I just... I I didn't... I, just, I personally didn't appreciate
2: it. Yeah, I know. You took some like, exception to it. Because, bro, it
3: just... And, I, and I'm really surprised that no one said anything after the game. Like, that was my thing. Like, no one said anything. First, it was the first – my first play was the Vita Vea. Vita Vea literally tried to break this man's back as he drove him to the ground.
2: Well – Then – Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Continue, continue. Finish.
3: No, then there was another play by Levante David – Bita vea and somebody else come on you need three people to to um tackle Jameis?
2: well if there's one thing we've seen from NFL referees over the years they will let black quarterbacks get killed bro they let them take all of the hits and they do not get the flags it has been yep. proven
3: but oh the, but exactly prime example Lamar jackson for the first time last week got a um um, a rough in the passer call Exactly. First time in three years. That's
2: bro. nuts. That is absolutely nuts. Um, and, I, the, I, and then
3: the tackle, and then the tackle by, you know, I'm not gonna say like, you know, white, white is a white is a good player, you know, but I just felt like the tackle was unnecessary. Yeah. I you know, it's it's like, you know, like when he grabbed the first he had First he was a horse collar, wow. then he switched to the shoulder pad and rolled him up, and and I was like, bro, like, come on.
2: Yeah, I mean, what I also mean? I also take into account division rivalry and you know it's bad blood, all Not that sure. kind of stuff too. So I I do kind of take but that why, into but, kind of a little it's bit. Still,
0: but it's still yeah. your former teammate. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that was sure. like team. you dislike Jameis that much.
3: No, like that's what didn't make sense to me. That's was the like, part, yeah. Mm-hmm. When
0: I saw the tackle, I was like, "Wow, bro! Like y'all boys are savages out here." And then I saw some of the hits, and I was like, "Wow, y'all boys were really going for it." Like, I don't know, bro. It was, it was, yeah. it was, to me, it wasn't the best look.
3: It was strange.
0: I feel that. So wait, so um,
2: and what quarter? What was the name of the quarterback that went in? That was um,
3: um Trevor Simeon.
2: Yeah, serviceable Simeon. Came in, got the job done,
3: and got the dub. Oh, bro, Saints defense! I do want to give a shout out to the Saints defense, bro. First of all, I'm pretty sure it's they. It's got to be the longest streak in the NFL for you know consecutive hundred like not allowing a hundred yard rusher. I'm pretty sure they're extending it to like forty games at this point. How many and games? Forty games. Wow, bro. Their defense is insane, bro. I'm like, Demario, Demario Davis does not get enough love, bro. Yeah. This man is all over the field.
2: Yeah, he balled. No, he balled the fuck out.
3: Bro, he's everywhere. Because it was like, even like continuing like from last week at the, the Seahawks game. Like, I was like, bro, can anybody block this man? And not, then again, this well. week, you know, this is supposed to be the best, best offensive line in football, or one of the best man wasn't getting touched bro
2: um so then our last two games from last week Cowboys beat the Vikings uh 20 to 16 uh without Dak Prescott it really wasn't a very exciting game to watch uh but shout out to Cooper Rush did what he yes. he needed to do to get that dub
3: and shout out to Zeke man yeah he won that game
2: yeah for sure they 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 they, they needed him to step up and he and he did so that's why they they pay him the big bucks.
0: Yeah, Zeke definitely won that game. Shout out to Zeke for real.
2: And then the Chiefs uh, narrowly beat the Giants uh, twenty to seventeen. <laughs> had it not been for a uh, a fucking offsides call when the Giants intercepted it to to win to really to nail the game shut for them, um, you know that penalty put the. Uh, Chiefs in a position to get another field goal and uh, take the lead.
3: And Patrick Mahomes has extended his um,
2: interception streak,
3: his, his NFL leading interception.
2: It's nuts. It is nuts. They they did, even though they won that game, they did not play well at all. Um, they kind of got a lucky break this week without Aaron Rodgers having to deal with him, uh, but. I don't know, man. That defense is so suspect. It's really bad. The offense can't help but turn it over, and the defense can't stop a nosebleed. Like it's as as of right now, the Chiefs are just not that good. I love to see it. Makes me so happy. Because they've been talking, those fans been talking a lot of shit. Oh, we're about to be. They thought they was about to be, they swore they was about to be the next Patriot dynasty.
0: It's (laughs) not that easy, man. You can kind of look at teams and tell if you're Um, you know they—they in the last twenty years. Year.
3: How many dynasties have we had?
2: Right, right. Um, one, <laughs> one, exactly. One. <laughs> so, be uh, before we we head to our picks. Um, I do think it's time for us to do our middle of the season, end of year award predictions. Um, we did our picks for the awards. Before the, the season started, well, technically it was like a couple weeks in, but, you know, who's who's counting? Um, so we're going to do our middle of the season. Uh, so what I'll do, I'll go through each category, who you picked in the preseason, and who you're picking now midseason. So we'll start things out with uh, Comeback Player of the Year. In the preseason, I took Dak. I'm sticking with Dak. Nels, you took Dak. What are you doing? I'm sticking with Dak. Okay. Um. And Willie, you took Dak. Are you sticking with him?
3: I'm, I'm sticking beside him.
2: All right. Ooh. I think that's. I think it's a pretty safe <laughs> pick for all of us. He's playing very well. Um. For Coach of the Year, I had Cliff Kingsbury. I'm gonna stick with Cliff Kingsbury. Um. Nels, you had John Gruden. The- oh yeah, he's <laughs> gone you, <laughs> um, still, you sticking with that at all? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> uh, no Who are you oh, going not. with? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know I'm, I'm trying to decide between Cliff or uh, What's the name of up or uh, LaFleur
2: Oh, I thought uh, we were going to say McVeigh.
0: Ooh, I like McVay. Though McVay's solid. Uh I mean McVay technically has done a better coaching job because he's got a new quarterback. But you know,
2: all right. Well, while you're th- while you're thinking, let's go um, McVay, McVay, McVay. 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 Okay. So he's gonna go Sean McVay. Um, and Willie preseason. You said Matt Rule for the Carolina Panthers. I'm guessing you're not gonna stick with that one either.
3: No. Um, I I'm changing my pick to um Zach Taylor.
2: Zach Taylor for the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. We have the offensive rookie of the year. Uh preseason, I said Jamar Chase. It's Jamar Chase. Uh Nels, you said Justin Fields. I think uh Hell
0: yeah. no, nah, man. Jamar Chase, the fuck.
2: Yep, Jamar Chase. And uh Willie, you said Mac Jones, which isn't a bad pick.
3: No, it's um it's Jamar Chase by a mile, bro. Yeah. He's um he's number yeah. three in receiving in the NFL.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um Defensive Rookie of the Year preseason, I said Micah Parsons. I'm sticking with Micah Parsons. Uh Nels, you also said Parsons. You're gonna stick with it.
0: I don't know, man. Trayvon Diggs is snapping on the ass. He's not a he's not uh, a rookie. A rookie though. Oh, he's not a rookie. You're right. Self serve. Um there was another defensive player I was thinking about, but I'll stick with Parsons. Parsons is doing his thing.
1: <clears throat> okay,
2: and Willie, you said uh, Patrick Sertain Jr.
3: Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with um Quitty Payne.
2: Quiddy
3: Payne.
2: Okay. All right. Um, for offensive, Rook. Uh, sorry. Oh, we had Okay. Offensive player of the year. Um, preseason, I said Derek Carr. Uh, while he is playing very well, I'm gonna change that up and I'm gonna go with Kyler Murray here. Um Nels preseason, you said Russell Wilson for offensive player of the year. Yeah, that's dead. Um
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna say Jonathan Taylor.
1: Huh.
2: Interesting. And uh, Willie, preseason, you said Kyler Murray.
3: Mm. Honestly. Damn, I really like that pick now. Then stick with it.
2: Oh, you're talking about Nelson's pick. Oh, then go for it.
3: Yeah, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you said offensive office player of the year. Yep. You know, I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup.
2: I like it. I like it. Uh defensive player of the year uh preseason. I said um Chandler Jones. I'm gonna change that up. Uh I was torn between Trayvon Diggs and uh Miles Garrett, because Miles Garrett has 10 and a half sacks so far in the year. Um so he's mm-hmm. playing very well as well. I am gonna go with Trayvon Diggs, though. Uh, just because I don't like the direction that the Browns are heading. Um, so, Nels, preseason, you said Nick Bosa. Mm. Guessing you're probably going to change that.
0: Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Um... <sighs> he's back. So, if he keeps playing on the trajectory that he's playing, you got to give it to him because when he missed the games versus when he was there, I mean, it's absolutely got the. It just shows his importance in defense. So I'm gonna go TJ Watt. Okay,
3: I like that
2: TJ Watt and Willie uh, preseason. You said Bobby Wagner.
3: You love. He does lead the NFL in tackles, (laughs) but I don't. I don't know the last linebacker that's wanted. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Devondre Campbell for um, winning NFC. player uh, defensive player of the month and he is from Cypress lake high school 239 product um as much as i would like to see him win um i think i think i gotta go with um i think i gotta go with tj watt okay because his impact on the game is insane
2: you got it and uh the most important award most valuable player preseason i said tom brady I'm currently going to still say Tom Brady. Um, Nels, you said Brady preseason. Where are you at? For who? MVP.
0: Ooh, Brady. It's between Brady or Allen. Um, I'm going to stick with what, what what I said in the beginning, so yeah.
2: Brady. All right, and Willie, you also said Brady. What are you thinking?
3: Brady. I'm thinking Josh Allen. Okay,
2: I like it. All right, good job, guys. So now we'll move on to the picks. Uh, since we are at the mid-season point, um, I have tabulated where we currently stand in <laughs> our picks. Um, so, if you guys are ready for that, uh, first of all, I'll, re- I'll recap last week. Uh, Dylan won the week; he went ten and five with his picks. Uh, Nels and Willie, you guys both went nine and six. And uh, me, I had the worst week uh, ever. I went five and 10 with my picks. Um, So our midseason totals currently in first place is Dylan at 83 and 39. Followed by Nels at 82 and 40. Followed by me at 78 and 44 and then Willie at 74 and 48. So I'm really upset because this past week, I am four picks behind Nels, and that's what I was in last week's picks. And then the same with Dylan, I'm five behind Dylan, and I'm five behind him in last week's picks. So had I not picked those losing teams that I picked last week, I'd be tied with y'all, or like, ahead. Very upset at myself.
0: You'll catch up, Brewski.
3: I
2: know. All it means, it all takes is one bad week, and it throws things off. So I guess it could happen to anybody. Could be Willie, bro. Hey, don't beat yourself up. Um. So, (laughs) so here we go with week nine. Um, the order is going to go Willie, Nels, and then myself. (laughs) Um
3: I can't believe I picked the fucking Jets. Bro.
2: Yep. So <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> Thursday right. night football happening now. Uh Willie had already bro. picked the Jets. Uh me, Nels, and bro, they're all picked getting the, the Colts.
1: Bro, well,
2: and yeah, I the mean, Colts are currently Mollywapping. As soon as White, bro. as
0: soon as White left, it was over with. Bro, yeah, they were gonna lose they, they, they were gonna lose anyway, in my opinion, but they would have made it respectable.
3: Yeah. You know, I thought I thought um you know, Carson Wentz was gonna continue his turnover streak, man. He's been nah. good, man. Oh, you no, last week he lost in the game.
2: Nah. Um, all right, so we got the four and four Browns at the five and three Bengals, Willie.
3: Bengals.
0: No. Who the Bengals play?
2: The Browns in Cincinnati. Oh
0: shit. Bengals, baby, even though Browns could could come up on that. Though.
2: I got Bengals with the bounce back win. Um, four and four Broncos at the six and one Cowboys. Willie.
3: Cowboys. Nose. The boys.
2: Cowboys. Uh, the one and seven Texans at the one and seven Dolphins.
3: Ooh. Texans.
2: Ooh. Nose.
0: I'm going to go Dolphins.
2: In Tyrod, I trust. I'm going Texans. Um, The three and four Falcons at the five and two Saints, Willie. Saints. Nose.
3: Saints, baby.
2: Saints. The five and two Raiders at the two and six Giants, Willie. Raiders. Nose. Raiders. Um,. Yeah, I'm going to go Raiders. The four and four Patriots at the four and four Panthers. Willie. Come on, baby. Pa- Patriots. All right. Nels is going Patriots. Come on, baby. I'm also going Patriots.
0: Is the Campbell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <You're>... <laughs> um, Stefan Gilmore revenge game? No? Okay. Um the five and two the five and two Bills at the one and six Jaguars Raw all going Bills, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh the three and four Vikings at the five and two Ravens. Uh Willie. Right. Ravens. No. Ravens. Ravens. Uh the four and three Chargers at the three and five Eagles. Willie. Chargers. No.
0: Chargers.
2: I'm also in Chargers, but fly equals fly. Um the seven and one Packers at the four and four Chiefs. Willie.
3: Packers.
0: Mm. Nels. Uh, mm. I think Chiefs will take this one, man.
2: I'm picking the Chiefs. I really think the Packers can win this game though. Um, but I'm gonna pick they the can. Teams.
0: They absolutely can.
2: Yeah, um, the seven and one Cardinals at the three and four 49ers. Willie,
3: is Kyler playing?
2: I believe so. I haven't heard that he's out.
3: Okay, because I know that he was nursing an ankle injury. I'll go with the Cardinals. Cardinals, my boy.
2: Yep. Same here. Um, Sunday night football: the six and two Titans at the seven and one Rams.
0: Willie.
3: I got the Rams.
2: No.
0: The Ramses, baby. I'm
2: going Rams as well. And then finally, Monday Night Football the three and five Bears at the four and three Steelers. Boring, Willie.
0: Steelers. Steelers, baby.
2: Steelers. Okay. That's it for that. Moving on to college football and Nels. College football. I believe we have some. Playoff rankings, official.
0: We do. We do. We do. We do. What's, that, what's up, that, what's up doing my boy? That, doing that, I'm only going to do 10 to 1. Yes, I'm um, 11 to 25 doesn't need to be stated. Number 10, we got Notre Dame. And number 9, we got Wake Forest. And number 8, we got Oklahoma. Number 7, Wait. we got Michigan. Number 6, we got Cincinnati. Number hmm. 5, we got Ohio State. Number four, we got Oregon. Number three, we got Michigan State. Number two, we got Alabama. Number fucking one, we got Georgia. Number so, two. So if if the playoffs were to start today, you would have Georgia versus Oregon and Alabama versus Michigan State.
2: I really Thoughts hope Georgia beats them in the fucking SEC title.
3: Big. They got to, but they have to win big. If they don't win big, they're still going to make it. Damn. facts.
0: You're right.
2: Shout out to Michigan State being in there though.
3: Bro, Michigan's, bro, Michigan, Kenneth Walker is gonna win the Heisman. You think so? I think so. When was the last time? Go ahead. If sorry. they don't lose, if they don't lose, he wins the Heisman. And I, I believe Derrick Henry was the last running back to win the Heisman.
2: <laughs> when, um, when was the last time that Michigan State was in the that made made the playoffs?
3: 2014.
2: Oh, okay. So so fairly it was, it so fairly first, recently.
3: It was it was the first they made the first playoff.
2: What do you mean? You mean oh they made like, their first playoff?
3: No, like the first time college football had a playoff, they made it.
2: Wait, what? <clears throat> Hold on. So college football hasn't always done that?
3: No. The playoff didn't start until 2014. So
2: how did they determine who played in the championship?
3: They just did a BCS championship. It was the top two teams in the country. so if you were one and two you made it and no one else
2: so okay so now so this rule must have changed then like like the year before we started doing the podcast then right was that the the playoff change that like the well the implementation of playoffs uh i would assume so yeah Okay, because I didn't I didn't know that it was just the BCS game and then like that was it. Yeah, I it thought BCS, I, I thought there was always the a playoffs. So I didn't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, you thought there was always the playoff? No, no, no. The playoffs yeah, yeah. Just came to playoffs came to fruition. What? Yeah, twenty fourteen.
3: Yeah, was the first playoff. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that was just and like was, a, that was like
2: a year or two before we started the pod.
0: Correct. Yes. Playoff has always been a thing for, and I believe Michigan State, be State got like
3: blown out that first game.
0: They sure did. They sure freaking did. So, um,
3: Ohio State, correct? Um, was That's it Ohio
0: State? It. I thought it was an SEC school.
3: It was either it was either them or Bama. Yeah, I think it was an SEC school that killed Michigan but, State.
2: But uh, but yeah, Willie, no, you're you were right though. What you said before the pod, um, Cincinnati got completely dicked Uh, here, Bro,
3: did you hear what the um? Did you hear what the uh, – I don't know if it's the playoff chairman or the whoever the chairman is. He, the chairman, told the, yeah. he told the Cincinnati coach that they didn't play anybody. I'm sorry, but they beat your number 10 team on the road convincingly, and they also beat um, another Big Ten school, Indiana, on the road. I just don't – I don't understand. You know, you can't fault them for whatever conference they're in. You know, I understand. You know, they did have some close, some close um, games to who was who they play. Um, they had a close game against Tulane, and I mm-hmm. think a close game against UTEP. But that happened. They still won.
0: They still won. yeah. You are gonna have games that's gonna be close. It's just that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know, I I just think that you know again. This is why I feel like, and I'm not the one for extensions, but I do feel like we need to have a 16 playoff.
3: Have a 16 playoff with
0: with the top two seeds with a bye, and then do it that way because at least then you'll have at least one group of five team in. Right. Like Cincinnati is a really good team. They're really good. And, you know, I don't think that they would do much worse than who's the number
3: 14? Michigan State?
0: Yeah, I don't think they'd fare much worse against like a Georgia or Alabama like the mother boys would, to be honest with you. It's no. just out of control, bro.
3: Because we, we know that it's going to... We know that the SEC is going to win the national championship. I mean, it's... You know, I hate to say it, but you know, it's got almost it's pre almost predestined. It, it's, it's a different tier, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so, you yeah. know. But I would say even watch it... I, I would say watch out for Wake.
0: They got to win the ACC, so we'll see what happens after after you know they win the ACC. If they win the ACC, who beats them? I you never know. The ACC is a toss up, man. You never know, dog. We didn't think Wake Forest was going to be here.
3: No, definitely not.
0: But exactly,
3: man, they're the real deal, though. I they're watched last good. week. That quarterback is great, man.
2: Your sure. quarterback's great. Pugino. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> moving right along. Is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss, College Wise? I'm going
0: to the picks, my boy. All right. Okay. So,
2: <laughs> last week, um, both Willie and myself tied for first place. We went. Oh, le- shout out to me. We went eleven and eight. Congrats <laughs> to you, Willie. Uh, Man, finally. <laughs> Nels and Dylan went ten and nine. So y'all were right behind us. Um, and then where we currently stand, mid season. For our totals. Uh Dylan and I are actually tied for first place. Uh 130 and 47. Uh Nels, you are in second at 121 and 56, followed by Willie at 115 and 62. So Willie, you're 15 picks out of first. Nels, you're nine. Damn, fifteen.
3: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, bro. I, I know I went back and like double counted and shit to make sure.
3: Damn, there's no catching up.
2: <laughs> it's never impossible. No, because we once we get to all those bowl games, those could be toss-ups, bro. Like there's a lot of fucking oh, bowl yeah. games. So bowl games are toss-ups. Yeah, there's definitely room, room for you to, to catch up. So yeah, don't don't give up, sir. That's all I ask. All right. So here we go. Same picking order as last time. Uh just so everybody who's listening knows. Um When I'm saying the numbers, it's no longer the AP poll. It's now the college playoff rankings. When I say what number they are, just so everybody's aware. Um, So, starting things off, number 25, Pitt at Duke. Willie. Pitt. Nose.
3: Pitt. Oh, sorry. Can I just give a quick shout out to the Pitt quarterback, really quick? Like, the Pitt quarterback has now passed. um, He passed, he broke Dan Marino's school record. Um, for most passing um yards in the game and then he also broke Dan marino's um career mark for most touchdowns in a career
2: nice very nice um while while we're also here we also need to give a, a shout out to FAU uh it was just homecoming uh Nels you folded you should have uh mentioned something um sorry entirely but uh I wasn't yeah. I wasn't,
0: I wasn't. I was gonna wait until after the score.
2: Nah, fam. Nah, fam. Okay. Um uh, okay. but it was homecoming weekend. We were lit, bug. Ain't that right, Nose? We were, but I wasn't gonna talk about
0: the weekend. I was gonna talk about the game. That was a big game. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: Talking about the game.
0: You ta- No, but we're not. We're not done yet, though, bro. We got to do the scores.
2: Alright, so you want on right till the end. Okay.
0: Yes, because it's homecoming.
2: Anyways, okay. Alright, alright. Yeah. So we all took pit. Great. Number twenty-four, San Diego State at Hawaii. <laughs> Willie.
3: San Diego
2: State. San Diego. No. San Diego State. Um, Boise State at number 23, Fresno State. Willie. Um,
3: Fresno.
0: Fresno. Don't be shy that Boise get up in that thing, though. Right.
2: I'm going Fresno as well. Number 22, Iowa at Northwestern. Willie.
3: Man, it's hard to bet with Iowa, but I guess I got to give it to them this week.
2: Mm-hmm. They're playing
3: Northwestern.
2: No. All right, now Iowa. I'm going Iowa as well. Uh, number twenty-one, Wisconsin at Rutgers, Willie. Wisconsin, big Nose.
0: Wisconsin.
2: Wisconsin, uh, Illinois at number twenty, Minnesota, Willie.
3: Um. Illinois. Okay. Nose. I definitely can do it, Minnesota.
2: I'm going to Minnesota. Uh. Number 19, NC State at FSU, Willie. It's at FSU? Yes.
3: I got FSU with the upset. Uh, what number no, S- NC
2: State?
3: 19. Mm. Oh, I do want to say that, um, but I do want to say don't sleep on FSU because um, they will have a top, t- I will say a top 15, maybe top 20 draft pick. With their um, defense lineman, who was a transfer from Georgia, he dominated Clemson last weekend. Did Florida State beat Clemson? Um, they lost. On a thirty on to twenty, right? Yeah, on some. On they sh- they should
0: have won. I went NC State. Boy,
2: I'm going NC State as well. Um, Tennessee at number eighteen, Kentucky. To-
0: I got Kentucky. Kentucky.
2: I'm going to Kentucky as well. Uh, number number 17, Mississippi State at Arkansas, Willie. Mississippi State. No.
0: Um when did Arkansas fall off the rankings that quick? That was quick. Yeah. Were they
3: like they lost a couple games well, back to back?
2: Yeah, because they only beat one like decent ranked team to get into the rankings, and then they dropped like two in a row after that.
3: They yeah, they beat AM and then they lost. Yeah. Let's go with state.
2: Okay, I'm going to Arkansas. Um Liberty at number sixteen, Ole Miss
3: Willie. I got Ole Miss, but um Malik, what's the name? Gonna tell you. What's it? You know, no, okay. Malik Willis. There we go. Malik Willis will solidify himself as um a top ten draft pick.
2: What position does he
3: play? He's the quarterback of Liberty. He's ah, okay. um a tran transferred from um a, a from a big school. I don't know which one.
2: Gotcha. Yeah,
0: I'm going old miss, baby.
2: I'm going Ole Miss as well. Um Idaho State at number fifteen, BYU. Willie. BYU. Nose. BYU. BYU. Uh, number number thirteen Auburn at number fourteen Texas A and M. Willie,
3: Texas A and M,
2: knows.
0: Is Texas A and M ranked?
2: They're both ranked. Auburn's thirteen, Texas A and M's fourteen.
0: Oh, that's they're gonna both the game.
2: They're both six and two as well.
0: Ooh, that's gonna be good. Bo Nix has been balling out though. Let's go Auburn, baby.
2: I'm going Texas A and M. Uh, number 12, Baylor at TCU. Willie.
3: Baylor.
2: Baylor. Nose.
0: Baylor, baby.
2: Y'all know I'm on the Baylor train. Uh, number 11, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Willie.
0: Oklahoma State. Nose. Oklahoma State.
2: Yep. I'm also on their train as well. Um. Navy at number 10, Notre Dame. Willie.
3: Notre Dame.
2: Nose.
0: Northwood Good-Am.
2: Notre Dame. Number nine, Wake Forest at North Carolina. Willie. I got to wait. Nose.
0: It's going to be rough for anybody who warns up against Wake Forest. I'm going to wait. Wake
2: Forest. <laughs> Real uh, rough. Indiana at number seven, Michigan. <laughs> Willie.
3: Michigan bounce back game. knows Michigan
2: baby Michigan Tulsa Michigan. at number 6 Cincinnati Willie
0: Cincinnati knows Cincinnati
2: Cincinnati Why just
0: be why just be the game Cincinnati loses so everybody in the um, playoff committee can be like see see told you
2: right right <laughs> um number 5 Ohio State at Nebraska Willie Ohio State knows
3: Ohio
2: State Ohio State Ohio uh State. number 4 Oregon at Washington Willie
0: Oregon
2: Oregon Oregon uh, number 3 Michigan State at Purdue Oregon Michigan Willie State knows
0: me Michigan State
2: Michigan State <laughs> Uh, LSU at number two, Alabama. Willie? Bama. Nose.
0: Bamissimo.
2: Unfortunately, I got to go Bama. Uh, Missouri at number one, Georgia. All going Georgia?
0: Yeah. Georgicito. Sounds good. All right. Good job, gentlemen. No good job, me, Jit. What are you talking too late? Like I'm about to fall right. off on your little app. What's wrong with you, jet. Hey, um, is it, just is it time is it time for underrated bars of
3: fame or not nah? no just super quick um the NBA season has started there's seven games in um eight games nine games depending on who your team is the heat is the number one team in the east and the jazz are the number one team in the west That's Celtics
0: Celtics <laughs> just beat them today too by 15. There
3: we
2: go. so one last thing i do just want to say um and this is just one quick thing that was just mentioned on Bleacher Report for WWE. Five former NXT champions are gone this year alone. That they've been champions since 2017. Andrade, um, Alistair Black, Adam Cole, Keith Lee, and Karrion Cross, all now gone. Three of them are on AEW. With these two, we'll see in 90 days.
0: So NXT, so, NXT is a breeding ground for AEW superstars. That's what it's starting to look like.
3: Damn. It's
2: wild. <laughs> but continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, you
0: good. You good. Oh, today, say, Today, um, I'm going with a song that we all know, but I'm going to use it as underrated Bars of Fame just because it's not talked about the context in which he was singing the song, which is don't, I Need a Dollar by Aloe Black. Don't
2: tell me what song I know. Um okay I need a dollar I know, by Allah Black.
3: Never, I've never I've never heard of that song before, bro. Boom. Are you serious? No, no, I'm just fucking
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need a dollar by Alan <laughs> like, Black. And that, I need, be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I need a dollar by Allah Black. I need a dollar dollar dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. Well, I need a dollar dollar dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. Said, I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. And if I share with you my story, would you share your dollar with me? Bad times are coming, and I reap what I done sowed. Hey, hey. Well, let me tell you something. All that glitters ain't gold. Hey, hey. It's been a long, old trouble. Long, old, troublesome road. And I'm looking for somebody. Come and help me carry this load. I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Hey, hey. I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Well, I don't know if I'm walking on solid ground because everything around me is falling down and all I want is for someone to help me. Sorry, I just had to do that. I had a job, but the boss man let me go. He said, I'm sorry, but I won't be needing your help no more. I said, please, Mr. Boss Man, I need this job more (laughs) than you know. But he gave me my last paycheck and he sent me on out the door. Well, I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. Said so I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. And I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. And if I share with you my story, would you share your dollar with me? Well, I don't know if I'm walking on solid ground because everything around me is crumbling down. And all I want is for someone to help me. What in the world am I going to do tomorrow is there someone with a dollar I can borrow who can help me take away my sorrow Maybe it's inside of the bottle Maybe it's inside of the bottle <laughs> I need a dollar by Al Black
2: that got really deep <laughs>
0: right yeah he wrote that song after he like lost his job as a business consultant he was on a chopping block and he lost his shit. That's where the song really came from. So anyway, Buddha, tell us where they can reach us on email. Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. Twitter. Balls underscore
2: podcast. Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast.
0: Is it time to get off the air, fellas?
2: Yes, it's time to get off the it's air.
0: Fine. Okay. Well, how many times have you done this? 210, 211, 212? 200, 210, 210. 210, 210, 210. Maybe ten. Maybe for the 210 10. time. We're done. Uh, we appreciate this is y'all for listening person. to
2: us. This is a deep side, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, hey, listen. You know, appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all can be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all chose to listen to us, and we appreciate that. Uh, just keep giving us these clicks, and keep giving us these listeners, we will keep giving you this content to ride to about buy to potentially get high to. With that being said, like Weezy, we're out of
2: here. Yeah, bye, hoes.
3: Silly me. <laughs> you uh,
0: see you later!